from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. And this is episode number 172. Is Dave Chappelle really funny? I have something that I want to confess. Um, I've been thinking about this a long time, and I wanted to come up with the best way to say it. And the reason for that is because when you are a relatively unknown entertainer, the last thing you want to do is alienate your audience. But on the other hand, if you don't uh, turn things up a notch occasionally, well, people get bored. Then they get bored. Then they stop listening. And so... I'm here to make sure with this show that that doesn't happen. So I wanted to talk about Dave Chappelle and um, the fact that I don't believe he's funny. As a matter of fact, um, he hasn't been funny in several years but what may really surprise you though is that what I feel is something much much better about Dave Chappelle is that he has managed to turn the corner and he has gone Beyond funny. So give me a moment to explain this. I mean, shit, we're just getting started. We've got some time. Hopefully, if you were around then, I know I was. I loved the heyday of the Chappelle Show. And I thought it was most of it, mostly about 95% of it was extremely funny. I remember maybe two or three skits that weren't funny, because I know it's sketch comedy. And I only remember... One in particular that I thought was a dud because I'm like, come on, Dave, you're going to pick on this person. It was just, um, I don't know, just a personal opinion. 
I just thought it was something that could have been done a lot better. And I'm not even going to mention it now, but it was just one of those that really turned me off. I mean, you want to ask, you know how to reach me. Okay. But you see, <clears throat> any great uh, entertainer understands and this is true for all of the great entertainers. They understand that they must change and they have to evolve. And hopefully they are able to transition and transition to another generation, let's say. Those that are able to do that for, say, decade after decade, well, those are the ones that stick around. Those are the survivors. So when you have musical greats that established themselves in a, a long time ago, such as Madonna, who was able to consistently reinvent herself, her music, her look, so much. I mean, give them credit for that. Just that alone. I don't necessarily have to dig or appreciate the music, but the very fact that they're able to do that and maintain a fan base is astounding. And for some, it doesn't work. Just to give you um, a very small historical example. Uh, way back in prior to um, regular movies, this is when, literally, when film and recording um, were developed and started being shown. It was the next wave uh, of entertainment because we had only silent movies because they hadn't yet figured out, you know, how to practically put audio sound with movies. But of course, eventually they did. And for many of the actors, um, let's say in Hollywood at that time, who were superstars, their careers crashed overnight because their voices were somehow really disconnected with their physicality. So, um, without naming names, for instance, you could have on the screen this, this very um, hunkish uh, man, this actor, he may have been... Uh, a hero or a, or a cowboy gunslinger, some sort of just general hunk hero. And when the soundies came and he went about his job as usual and you hear that he had a real high-pitched voice, maybe even a crackly or squeaky voice, well, um, that pretty much ended their career. So, <clears throat> this is something that's 
occurred, you know, many times over in history. Um, not so much those technical problems anymore, of course. But what I'm saying is, is that just like what I do, what I do with you right here, and I absolutely appreciate your support. And if you think I'm funny, and sometimes, yes, sometimes I, I do have a secret wish because I ha don't have, I don't have, I don't have the means. I don't, I don't have all the clever uh, te technical laugh tracks and all the things that can be thrown in there. You know, occasionally I can clap my hands or something, but I just don't have it, you know, at least not now. So, um, but yeah, you have to fill in the blanks yourself. You have to figure out from my intonation where I'm coming from. And that's all I have. And I realize that I'm only as good as what you have last heard. So, now to get back briefly here with Chappelle. The wonderful thing about him is that he has gone to what I call, what I personally refer to is um, fantastic social commentary. And you see, when I think of comedy, I think of the early days I go, well, I go way back because I'm an old guy, but I'm talking about classic Dave Chappelle. Of course, I think I've, um, I've seen, I've seen so many skits, you know, um, you know, the Rick James thing, all those, I've, I've seen them probably a million times, but you, you can't do that shit forever. You know, time moves on and it takes a lot of courage are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, Dave Chappelle? Are you hearing me? Wherever you may be, are you listening? <laughs> I would I would literally I think I would I think I would defecate myself if I was contacted by Dave Chappelle. Mm. That would be something else. But <clears throat> Um, having the courage, you know, because he did that whole thing. He turned down the money and then he dropped out and he went to Africa, I don't know, to find himself. And he's explained part of it. And when you think about it, a lot of it makes sense. Because, you know, when they, when they the powers that be, when they have money, you have to understand, they will take, a, they will take that horse and they will beat that horse. They will beat that comic. They will beat whatever it is way beyond death until this is way beyond until it's so embarrassing when something becomes a caricature of itself. That is embarrassing. And he wanted to avoid that. And he was very intelligent to do that. And now he's not funny. He's not funny. If you're laughing, you're laughing for the right reasons, because he has moved on and into 
a different uh, Parthian, if you want to call it that. He has moved into what I, for me, what I call the Parthian of comic gods. And when I say that, um, of course, many of these people are deceased, but I'm talking people like Bill Hicks. And Bill Hicks is the, is the odd exception out there. And for any of you young enough, check him out. He was just he was just really beginning to hit his stride. And unfortunately, fucking cancer took him. The guy was in, incredibly intelligent and, in, and talented. And then I think of, uh, besides Bill Hicks, of course I think of Richard Pryor. And then I also think of um, Lewis Black. And add to that, beyond any shadow of a doubt, um, Doug Stanhope. Are you listening, Dougie? Somebody please tell him he owes me, he owes me a beer, damn it. I want my beer, Doug. It's an inside joke. He'll get it. Me personally, my, um, you know, right, right now, my go-to, I mean, there's so many that are great, you know, Bill, Bill Burr, and there, there are just, there, there are many, but to be all honest, for me personally, my favorite, um, my God, my, my, my absolute, you know, favorite is, um, George Carlin. Because he got past a certain point in his career and he did this transition. You have to follow his bio and whatnot of, of the things he did and what he, he did. And he got to a point he just said, fuck it, I don't care anymore. I'm going to put things out there. I'm going to put out ironic social humor. And his whole thing really kicked off the history of the seven, the seven uh, deadly words. And it took off from there. And Carlin... Carlin, re Carlin successfully reinvented himself, which is the same thing that all great performers and entertainers uh, need to do. And they will tell you if you talk to, they will admit this to you. They will say, yes, it's absolutely necessary. And this is why I say to you, so that I am not misconstrued. When I say that Dave Chappelle is not funny, Dave Chappelle is witty and insightful, and he's very good and growing better and better at the irony of certain social commentary, and that's what he does, and he's doing it better and better, and God bless him for that. So, on the other hand, it's understanding that having, having this um, experience in my own life, the entertainment 
business is it's uh it's a very hard it's a very hard thing it's a very wicked maiden being an entertainer is a very difficult task and not everybody necessarily by their own makes it you know because ultimately life isn't fair and that's one of the key things that needs to be recognized as i've said in so many other broadcasts is that ironically it comes down to the same thing no matter what endeavor no matter what you're doing life isn't fair so at this point i would like to illustrate what i mean by this just so you don't think i'm trying to heaven forbid entertain you that i'm not just blowing this out of my ass when i tell you that for that reason knowing that it isn't fair that all of this entertaining and entertainers are not created equal and that we as a population are subjected to subpar entertainment and entertainers that not only are not witty insightful they're just not even funny in general, I'm going to talk about that a little bit too. I'm going to I'm going to say some things that um I know well <clears throat> it's probably going to fucking piss you off. Especially you wokesters out there. Because you see the way I see it is right now Society is going through this period that just about anything that makes any sense whatsoever that is connected to reality is frowned upon and basically placed in the area of denial. And that's where it is. And I, <clears throat> I happen to think that that is a really fucked up place to be. And so, that's why I do this. That's why I do what I do. Because I think it's, uh, you know, it's really bad. I mean, if you went to a restaurant with friends, and I mean, the food was absolute shit, and just because some person was very prissy that was with you and you were supposed to curtail or control your behavior, do you think it would actually really be the right thing to do to sit there and smile and say, oh, yes, this is the best, this is the best uh, burger or this is the best whatever the case may be I've ever had? just to keep up appearances just to what what did they use to say just to 
Go along and get along. Well, I'm not going to do that. Because it's my thought, my thinking, that that is the very shit. That is the kissing cousin, the intertwined incestuous thing that it is of woke that has gotten us collectively where we are now in the first place. So fuck that. I just want to give you my insight into this. Hey, I mean, you know, take it for what it's worth. Not all comics are created equal. And um, generally speaking, I think I've, I've actually named some people that, you know, I, I absolutely just can't stand. Now, Again, it's your time, and it's your money. You do what you want to do, you know, but no, not me. <laughs> uh, I don't do that. I don't do it very well anyway. So, so in general, I would just say that... Um, well, fuck it. Women are not funny. Okay? So there's my there's my applause. There's my major thunderous laughter. I'll have to cue you on that one. By and large, women and comedy don't mix. So just get on with it. Fess up to it. Do what you have to do. I know. I know there's going to be people that disagree with me, but regardless. Um, and to be honest, I, I don't really know the reason for this. Um, but what I can tell you is this whole thing once again that what has been exposed if there's anything good to come out of so many things via a social experiment such as woke the idea for instance that you know i am woman hear me roar now i can do anything a man can do well no no actually you you can't curb your enthusiasm, cool your jets, calm the fuck down. No, no, you can't. And that's okay. It really is, though. Because you excel in areas that we don't, because it's the whole recognition is supposed to be that we're different. But one thing, by and large, with a very few exceptions in my memory that I can um, recollect, Women aren't funny. Not only are women not funny, um, they they suck on a on a on a level that's just beyond the pale. It really is, and you know, I um, if I'm gonna pick the low hanging fruit, 
I, I'll just have to say, yeah, Amy Schumer off the top of my head is about the worst comic because you see, <clears throat> unlike say Dave Chappelle, there is nothing that I have watched that she has done ever that has been really, truly witty, original, thought-provoking, and sure as hell not funny. Um, it comes from that school, and I've... You know, I've talked about this before. It's that topical, giddy, almost, I don't, I don't exactly know how to clarify it, but it's that, that Jay Leno thing. Now, I understand that he's been, he was extremely popular and that was part of that. Um, was that the corporations made Jay Leno. They, you know, it's sort of like this. Um, there were singers back in the 40s and 50s that were uh, better at their craft, better, technically better singers than Frank Sinatra. But we remember Frank Sinatra, and we know that even young people know the name Frank Sinatra. And it became a household name, and he became what he became, ultimately, not because his singing chops were so far superior to so many others, because, honestly, contemporaries at the time, there were people that certainly could outsing Sinatra. Wasn't that... It was his connections in the business. So if you say you were a club owner, for instance, and you had a fantastic singer, and then here's Frank with his mob boss buddies that's skimming money off the top, and they bring in Frank, and they say, yeah, this is our boy. And the owner or whatnot says, well, yeah, that's fine, man. Maybe I can put him on the wee hours, but, uh, you know, I already got this guy, and he's terrific, and we're going to, you know, because he's our guy, and whoever that may have been, and they'd say, yeah, right, we understand. That's why you're going to fire him, because this is Frank, and this is our boy. <laughs> that shit, yes. And that's exactly what happened in the early part of his, quote-unquote, career. Um, and I'm going to be really harsh here, folks. Um, this, cause you know, they're going to, they're going to go crazy and say, oh, you know, sexism and misogyny and this, that, and the other, but I just want to turn this around. If I could get a poll, if I could, maybe it is, maybe I can be, maybe it is possible. All you have to do is drop me a line. But anyway, um, even as a young guy, just from her demeanor alone, um, I would not want 
to have sex with Amy Schumer, especially a woman that talks about having a, you know, stinky pussy. Now, I'm not all about elite highbrow humor. I mean, after all, I said back in the day, I loved, you know, Dave Chappelle, and I don't think anybody would argue that that was highbrow humor. But there are, you know, limits, and that is a, that is not even remotely feminine. Matter of fact, it's kind of, and it's anti-hard on material. But she ranks up there to get back to this, what I was mentioning earlier about Jay Leno. It is that, that very lowbrow, but emotionally out there, um, lowbrow, um, stupid humor. And, you know, a, a very young Comic. I mean, certainly, if you examined, if you looked at the work of a very young Dave Chappelle, well, he's he's not doing what he's doing now. Shit, he wasn't even doing what he was doing during the Chappelle show. Because, yeah, you give some time, and they have to grow, and they tone their skills. That's the way it should be. But Schumer is wanting the opposite direction. Because no matter how she changes, it doesn't change. She remains the same. Lowbrow, topical, boring, and uninteresting. Kind of, again, like the Jay, the campy Jay Leno school of comedy. Not that he ever did this, but it's, it's, if you're of that age, if you can remember, watch him or go to YouTube. If you're younger, you know, pick out something from the 80s or 90s of Jay Leno and the head twitching and this weird, you know, this gyrational twitching thing. And I always start, often started out with, you ever notice when you go to the bathroom or you ever notice when you pick up a friend to go to a party? <clears throat> um, yet, the fact remains, um, financially and such, she's, she's certainly, you know, had some success for sure. And we all know uh, with the multi, 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 multi millions of dollars that Jay Leno acquired over the years, he had his. Um, so you see, the point is that as far as talent and creativity and input and all things that are good. How much you're able to perform and reap and what time slot you get put into. In other words, going back to like it was with the mob. It's politics. If you're able to just get over that hump. And Dave Chappelle, he had to put things 
just to the edge, just enough that, yeah, undoubtedly he offended X number of Americans, but for American businesses and the corporations, they don't give a rat's ass because he was making them God only fucking knows how many millions of bucks. So it can be forgiven. And as far as Leno is concerned, well, they had to have something to fill a time slot after after work and after the day's done. And he's uh, he's brilliantly campy. He is absolutely brilliantly campy and inoffensive and unoriginal just like Amy Schumer so I don't know you know I don't know what else to tell you no I don't have this is not you know this is not an anti Amy Schumer thing per se it it isn't that I don't mean it that way what I'm saying is that I'm asking you, if you're listening to this, I'm asking you to give me a break. Because just like any other entertainer, I am evolving. This show is evolving. It's a work in progress. Because, fortunately... I do get some feedback from you. And that's why I always keep saying and hounding you. I know that, you know, I want to, if you, if you, I don't give a shit if you hate my guts. But at least tell me. That is, though, to wrap this up, to go full circle so that I am not going to be sued by Dave Chappelle. <laughs> but I don't think he would. I think he I think he gets it. I think he understands. So and if anything, if I was going to be sued by anybody, it would be Amy Schumer. Because that shit that I'm saying, it, it with these people, they tend to be very sensitive. When they people, when they know that you're saying the truth about them, they don't like that. You know, especially if they're not willing or able to make the changes that they need to make. Because it isn't there. It ain't happening. So, you know, what can I possibly say about this? Um, it's, it's an absolute miracle, for instance. And I feel blessed that I'm allowed, at least I'm allowed, to have people that are interested, apparently, in my opinions on... Well, just about anything. In this case, at this time, I'm talking about Dave Chappelle. And good comics, bad comics, 
my opinions of comics. But this this whole field, I believe that if you talk to people that are, are in this business, and I have talked to several, but, um, you know, there's a very big difference in general. We're still in the old mode of having these entertainers, these people, and it's calling them comics. But you see, a comic, to me, when I see comics, things that are, you know, simply um, like the Three Stooges, to me, those are comics. Granted, it's, you know, mainly physical comedy. Um, but that that is more comic. <clears throat> I think that the... Uh, the phrase needs to be changed. Maybe it could be, you know, social comics or people that point out the irony, the irony of the contradictions of people who cannot even tell the difference between something that's funny and something that's complete bullshit. Well, what did you think about that? I'd really like to hear what you have to say. So go on over to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and put down your two cents worth. And while you're there, please feel free to listen to any and all the episodes you like. Plus, check out the other interesting things on my website. Until next time, this is Ernest saying take care I'm out of here